friends. Welcome to episode number three of Woso Wine Up with me, Brianna Roby Arkenberg, and my badass co-host, Massey Bowie. What up? <laughs> and we have a super extra special guest tonight, and that or today, and that is Brad Estes, uh, president of Lou City FC and Racing Louisville FC. Hey, Brad. Hey, thanks for having me tonight. It's so great to uh, have you on, Brad. I really appreciate it. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we're super excited to to have you on the show. And um, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So can you give us a little bit of background about who you are, how you kind of um, got started with, I guess, Lou City, and then we'll segue into Racing, uh, racing Louisville. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess at the heart of, of me being in this job, I, I'm a Louisville guy, uh, born and raised in Louisville, very passionate about my hometown. Um, and I was working um, for John Neese, who's our chairman and, and CEO of, of, uh, of our organization. And I had the opportunity uh, to, to take on a full-time role with the club as his investment grew. Um, he, he had, uh, uh, designs on having someone that he knew uh, that that would be running the the day to day operations of the club. Um, at the time, it was just a club, and now it's multiple clubs and and youth and stadium and training grounds and all that good stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But um, when when he offered me that opportunity, um, it was it was a just an awesome opportunity for me to do something you know in the in the town that I love and in the world of professional sports. I knew zero about soccer um, at that time, and uh, and I th- and if uh, Coach Holly or Coach Hackworth were on, or or James O'Connor, they would still say I know zero about soccer. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, may, I may, maybe learned a little bit over the years. But uh, I, I'm just I'm a Louisville guy, and I love my town, and and uh, and I'm, I love doing doing this job uh, because it, it it is doing so much for our community. I love it. I love it. So you don't know anything about soccer other than what you've learned since the time that you have kind of started with, um, with Lou city. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, and it's been a, a total immersion. I mean, I, I don't do anything half speed. And so as soon as I got involved, I was, you know, I was picking an EPL team to cheer for and, um, and watching as much as I could spending as much time, uh, around the technical people uh, as I could, because I knew that would be the best way to learn. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a blast for four years. So who's your EPL team then? Lester. So when I, I, yeah. So when I got into it, I knew I needed to pick a team from the EPL because it was, you know, it's kind of how you identify, right. With other than your, your, uh, your, your local team, I didn't want to pick a front runner because I thought, you know, that, that seemed a little bit too easy. Um, but I also didn't want to pick a bottom dweller. And then we kept running into Leicester City because we were using this LCFC hashtag. And so um, we, we kind of developed a little bit of a of a back and forth with them just in social media. Um, and so I, I, I just thought that that made sense. And so Leicester has, has become my team and to, to the point that I've developed some relationships within their front office. And I've gone over and, and seen a match at King Power Stadium. And um, it's it's been really fun for me. That's really cool. I that's a really fun story. I never would have guessed that's how you came about your team, but that's actually I that's super cool. I love that. That's great. Um so do you you don't have a background in soccer, but do you have a background in any other sports? Uh not from a business perspective, but I I was a football player myself. I I went to college on a on a football scholarship and um unfortunately was hurt pretty early on and didn't didn't, didn't get to to see that through, but um, was still a part of the team, so to speak, um, all through college. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I've always been, you know, I've always been an athlete. I love, uh, football, basketball, now soccer, um, spend a lot of time, um, uh, doing endurance sports uh, when I got out of college. And so, um, so not on the business side, uh, but, but definitely, um, a weekend warrior still. That's awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Um, so I guess my first my first question um, in our segment that we like to call "Run with Us" um, is: Do you have any updates on racing Louisville for us that you can share? 
Oh gosh, where to start? First of all, I like run with us. We maybe we should maybe use that. That sounds pretty cool. I have to talk to our social media people. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the uh, so updates on 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 racing Louisville. So obviously we've had the expansion draft, um, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to have specific questions about that. Um, you know, I like to to think about the expansion draft as uh, just a one part of a big puzzle. We have the college draft upcoming. We have um, international signings that will be coming through. Um, and, and then of course there's the ability to, to, uh, use the assets that you've acquired in the expansion process, whether it's allocation money or, um, international slots or, um, players rights that, that you can trade as well. So it's a very, um, interesting process to watch. And I, sometimes I like to go sit with James and Christy and just kind of just listen to them just really as a fan and learn. And like I said before about learning the game, it's when I can sit and just listen to them and how they think about uh, processing uh, information. It's, it's really, it's really fun and it, it helps me learn. Um, so in terms of updates, um, obviously we've, we've gone through the expansion draft. We've, we've drafted, um, many players, uh, some really big names. Um, I think probably a lot of questions around some of those names. Um, but there's no real updates, uh, you know, no, nothing that's more current than that. Um, I okay. think what you, what you will see, um, in the, in the coming weeks are some more signings, um, and, and maybe some other deals with the works. So it, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Exciting. Yeah. Running, running up to the, to the end of the year. So. Oh, I'm so excited. And that gets me like, my brain is already starting to work and be like, all right, well, okay. We've got a lot of trades that could happen. We've got, you know, potential to get some other internationals. I have my brain's going about 30 different directions now. Um, cause I don't know if you know this about me, but I look at the, like the game from like a, not necessarily a business standpoint, but sort of like a halfway business standpoint. And then a halfway tactical standpoint with like a dash of like who, who I want to see on the pitch playing in those kits. Um, so that's very interesting. I'm going to have lots of thoughts on that later. <laughs> um, so I guess the next question is like about the formation of raising Louisville, you know, um, I remember when y'all, when it was first announced, I think it was one of the first followers that, um, racing had on social media. And I think y'all were, I was one of the first non-soccer accounts y'all followed just going back and forth, w- being excited and wanting to know what I could, could say and what I could figure out. Um, so why, why now? And what was the process like, um, with going like with the front office of the NWSL and kind of deciding, you know, that now was a time, obviously pre COVID, this all happened before then, but um, what was the driving force behind bringing a women's team? Yeah. So, I mean, I think our ownership group always had um, at least in the back of their mind um, designs on entering the NWSL. Um, it, it would have been an impossible thing to do, um, playing in a baseball stadium, not impossible, but it's, uh, it would have been very difficult to convince the NWSL to make us an expansion team until we had our own building. Um, and so when we were leading up to opening Lynn family stadium, it was the right time for us to have those conversations, um, on a couple of fronts. Number one, because we were opening our own building. Number two, um, because we had the opportunity to have the conversations and, um, while I firmly believe that, that we will be successful, um, I think that we will be, um, you know, we will, we will take this very seriously and be very, um, just intentional about everything we do. We also have to be self-aware in the fact that, um, we are Louisville, Kentucky. And as this game continues to grow and the growth trajectory, um, is what it is in three, four, five years down the road, we might have competition from, from cities like Atlanta and, um, St. Louis, Cincinnati, but towns that are bigger than Louisville. So we knew that we needed to take the opportunity that was in front of us. Um, and we were ready to do that. Absolutely. I love it. I'm, I, it's interesting to hear you say that because we, um, those of us have been in, in the NWSL and the women's soccer community for a while. We've been hearing about expansions and I'm just so excited that it's Louisville because I think that's a very strategic place for the NWSL to be in terms of like where you can expand even further if when the time comes. So I'm very, I'm very excited that, um, that Louisville got on that list and that is the first, you know, expansion team since, you know, all this world cup, 
awesomeness in 2019. Um, so that's great. I'm super excited about that. Um, I guess my next question is what was it like to be involved in the expansion draft? Um, I know that a lot of it was Christy and James kind of, they had their war room. Christy had mentioned that in a, a zoom call that he had done with some of the supporter groups. Um, but what was that like? And then what was your favorite part of, of the expansion draft from beginning to end? Oh gosh, that's hard because uh, the, the the expansion draft process is something that's completely new to me. Uh, just and in, in being in the USL and not not really having any kind of a draft, right? There's no college draft or expansion draft necessarily for the USL, so it was all completely different. So for me to say, you know, what was my favorite part? It, it'd be very hard. I think just the entire process itself, and and not just the expansion draft, but heading into the college draft and the whole. Uh, you know, roster assembly process is a lot of fun for me. And keep in mind, for for me, it's like I'm not in there driving decisions. Uh, that's we have James and Christy that are really skilled at that. And so um, I'm I'm kind of there on the periphery. Um, you know, maybe putting some some guardrails out there from a from a business perspective. But mm-hmm. they're they're the brains behind everything, and and we feel very fortunate to have them on board. But just suffice to say that the expansion draft process for me was extremely exciting. Um, just knowing, um, you know, that, that you, you're literally setting the foundation for your club. And we look at this the same way that we look at everything that we do, whether it's the men's team or the stadium or the academy. We don't look at it in terms of what we're going to be able to do this year or next year. We try to make decisions with a 50-year time horizon because that's what we want to we, we, we want to be that sustainable. And so when you think about it in those terms, you think about this is the, the very beginning um, if it doesn't take your breath away a little bit, then, then you're really not doing it properly. Absolutely. I love that. That's a great, great way to put it. If it doesn't pre- take your breath away, you're not doing it properly. Love that. That's amazing. Um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about the draft and then I'll ask you some of the other questions. Cause I had a few about the draft as well. Um, so as, as I was watching the draft, but right before you, I guess before you and even announced that Tobin and Kristen, Tobin Heath and Kristen Press were going to be coming to Racing Lewis or were draft picks, I noticed that we hadn't picked anyone from Portland and Utah. And I don't know if you know this, but Twitter kind of went a little crazy when we skipped over those two teams before, you know, we got to the seven and eight spot or right when we got there. So people were freaking out. So when you announced it, you had this little smirk on your face right before you said, um, the first one, what was just put me, put me in your shoes in that moment. You knew you're about to say, you knew you're about to make a lot of people happy. A lot of people upset. A lot of people like what, um, how did, how did that feel announcing that? And, and knowing that you got to say that. Well, I have to preface that by saying that of course, I was sitting there on my iPad following Twitter myself, so I knew <laughs> I knew that that uh, she's all freaking was, out. Yeah, I knew that there was some chatter about it, so it was kind of fun to me uh, to, uh, to to be able to say those names. Um, you know, it was just a lot of fun, and yeah, a little smirk on my face. I, I don't like to take myself too seriously, and so I like to have a lot of fun with it. Um, and, and again, knowing that what you're doing in that moment is is literally. The, the foundation for the club forever. Uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun. So, um, but I, but I was definitely paying attention to Twitter and, uh, and, and saw the, the, the chatter about, about Tobin and Kristen. And it was, it was fun. That's awesome. I, I was like really excited. I was in a, a zoom call and I was doing an Instagram live with, uh, Jillian Fisher. And then I was in a lavender Legion, Lucy ladies zoom. And I was like, there's, there's no way it's happening. I was like, is this really about to happen? It was, it was so cool. Like I was, I just thought that was awesome. Um, so thank you for that. Appreciate that you were following along and you knew that we were all really excited about that. So with them, how, how long after the list, the, um, protected list were released, did you know that y'all were going to go after Tobin and Kristen? Cause you had a, you had a, about a week and a half, I think maybe a little less, once those lists were released to kind of do your draft picks and, and go through, um, walk me through that. Or was that all James yeah. and Christie? Yeah. The vast majority was James and Christie, but we did have a week. Um, and I do think that, 
um, that they were genuinely surprised at some of the players that they saw unprotected um, oh, yeah. and saw some opp- opportunities to do some things that again, don't, don't worry about this year. Don't worry about next year. Worry about the, the longevity of your club um, for a long time. And, and so they looked at some opportunities that, that would have um, longer term payoffs um, and, and also understanding too, that again, there's the college draft, there's the international scene. Um, mm-hmm. and so there's other things that we can do to build out the roster for this year as well. Um, Absolutely. and I think it's, I think it's heading in a, in a, in a very interesting direction. Oh, love hearing that. That makes, that's so exciting. Um, so I guess my next question, which will lead to some more things, uh, Brianna son Landon wants to know, do you all want to convince Tobin Heath to actually play for racing? End quote. <laughs> Do we want to convince her to play for us? Mm-hmm. Is that what the question is? Who that would not want Landon's Tobin question. Heath? Who exactly. would not want Tobin Heath to play for their team? That that would right. be my uh, answering a question with a question. I mean, phenomenal player. The, the goal she had against Manchester City a couple of days Ugh. after we picked. I mean, just an absolute beautiful rocket. goal. Yeah, beautiful so, goal. Yeah, I think any team in our league would be very fortunate to have her on the pitch. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So following up, um, you actually have four current WSL players that were drafted with Tobin, Kristen, um, Caitlin Ford and Alana Kennedy. So with that, um, how likely do you feel that we will potentially see some of them in our inaugural season? Or is that more future moves, I guess. Yeah. So what, what I would say to that is that I think that the likelihood that we will see them in, in our inaugural season is probably better than a lot of people think. Um, I think that, uh, that, that a lot of people saw those picks and said, Oh, n- none of those players would ever play at Louisville. Um, right. and, and I think that the likelihood that they would is, is probably higher than what you think. Um, but again, I, what I would say is that, um, James and Christie have a plan. Um, and, and these guys are very calculated about how they're doing things and, and everything was done for a very specific reason. So, um, Absolutely. I would just, I would leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm, that's kind of what I was thinking. I have had a chance to, um, talk with Christy a little bit and I'm very excited about what he has, uh, said and what his plan is and what he's been able to share with me and felt comfortable sharing. So that, that makes me super excited to hear that come from you as well. Um, which is great. Cause I, I love all four of those players. I think they're fantastic. Uh, so another question, a big question that people are asking, um, is when will, when will the kits come out? <laughs> That's a great question. I actually asked that, um, last week and I don't have the answer to it. Um, what I'm trying to do is see if we can put together some kind of a, of a preview and pre-order um, so people can order them before Christmas. Um, but I don't know that that's going to be possible. Um, I think okay. that there've been some, that been some, some issues with, with getting everything manufactured. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but there's this pandemic going on. I don't know. Um, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah, I know it's, it's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that uh, I, I would think that it would be no later than the end of February. Um, but we're, we're trying to work, uh, a way so that we could get, get a preview and, and do, uh, so people can order them before Christmas and, and know what that's they're ordering. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I mean, I've had it at Christmas before where I've wanted something that hasn't come out and I get a slip of paper that says with a picture of it. And I'm like, that's great. I'm good with that. As long as that happens. Um, Oh, can you still hear me? I can't. Okay. It said I got cut off, but it looks like we're still going. Never mind. Yep. Um, yep, I can hear you. Awesome. So that being said about the, when will the kits come out? Um, another follow-up question to that, that someone asked me is, will Racing Lou be the first accu- to accurately forecast demand and not sell out in 24 hours due to lack of stock? And I feel like you kind of answered that with the pre-orders, but um, knowing that we have such big names currently um, that, that those, you know, with the Manchester United ones, those Tobin and Kristen jerseys sold out, I think, in less than 24 hours. So the fact that we can potentially get Tobin and Kristen jerseys here, how do you, um, how do you, you know, 
make sure that doesn't happen to Racing Louisville? That's a good question. So our, our merchandising partners at Die Hard Fan Supply, um, we, we've been having conversations with them about that um, because we do want to make sure that we have enough supply. Um, from from what I've been told um, and from what, you know, basically, but my direction to them was don't run out of jerseys. Um, and, yeah. and I think that they understand that too. And so based on the numbers that I've heard them talking about, I don't think we'll have any problems with it. Um, but uh, if we do, it's one of those good problems to have, I suppose. Okay. So Brad, I guess the next question um, that I have, just because we do have, you know, some big name players, Tobin Heath, Kristen Press, Alana Kennedy, Caitlin Ford, kind of on that roster as of now. When um, will those racing kits come out? That's a great question. So uh, we don't have a date yet when when we will have the kits in hand. Um, what I'm trying to do with our merchandise partner, um, and this is not done yet, but what we're trying to pull off is the ability to do a preview, an online preview, basically, with, with the ability to do a pre-order. Um, we, we would try to do that before Christmas if we could, um, you know, you always want to be able to do a, a full and proper kit reveal. Um, but I think that there's a lot of, of anxious folks out there and there's a lot of demand. And so, um, I'd actually be interested to know if, if folks would rather have the ability to do a pre-order, um, or if they would wait, would wait for a proper kit reveal. Um, I don't know if there's a way to, to, to do a get some feedback we can, on that, but we can, we can do out. a poll for you. We'll, we'll do a poll and I'll just say me, I'm, I'm the anxious people that need a kit. So um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely shoot a poll out and we'll tag you in it and, and we'll get Twitter to, to help us decide if yeah, you should do that or possible. not because Twitter. Think, yeah. I'm not even sure we can do it to be honest, but I, it's, it's one of those things that if it's possible, um, would you, would you want the ability to do a pre-order? Yeah. yeah, we can preface that. That's, and I, I think I know what the answer will be, but I think I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fairly certain everyone, including me, wants a Michelle Beto's jersey. So, <laughs> especially you. Maybe do you know Michelle Beto's, Massey? Do you know who she is? I I've heard of her. Isn't she? Is okay. she a forward? She she's yeah, a striker, so. right? She scores a bunch of goals with her head, right? <laughs> Yeah, she does. And she wears mittens on the on the field, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So she's always warm, even when it's cold. Gosh, she's she's a brilliant. She's got a great. Yes, we're totally kidding. Um, I love Michelle Betos. I'm ready. I, I am going to ask to um, with that being said, and the option for a pre-order, will there be keeper kits available <gasps> Please. That's a great question. That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. I'm embarrassed. I don't know the answer oh. to that. Um, the answer is I will, I will yes, Massey, for you. <laughs> okay. Yes, Massey, for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. No. Um, and then with the kits, so if we do get the chance to have like a reveal, a pre-reveal, so to speak, um, with big names like Kristen, uh, Kristen Press and Tobin Heath, um, with Manchester United, you know, their jerseys, they ran out of numbers and ran out of stock in less than 24 hours. Um, are you, is racing Louisville going to be able to accurately forecast and not run out of stock and be able to, you know, have that supply for the obvious demand that there will be? That's, that's another good question. What, what I would say is if we do run out, it's because we've, we've sold a record amount of jerseys for this league. Um, the, the numbers that we're talking about ordering are very, very high. Um, and so, you know, one of those things that if, again, if we, if we run out, it's, it's probably a good thing. Uh, maybe not the best thing, but it, but uh, it's because we sold a lot of jerseys. Uh, awesome. And then I know this is a weird question, but I know Nike has done all of the NWSL jerseys so far. Is Nike going to be, do cause I know Adidas does the loose city jerseys. Are we, is Nike still going to be doing Racing Louisville, are you going with Adidas or if they will let you? It is. It's Nike. So the, the okay. NWSL has an exclusive deal with Nike. So all NWSL teams will be in Nike gear. Awesome. Just wanted to double check on that because that is yep. um, and one the of those weird Academy, things. They're in Nike also, correct? Yes. Yes. The the girls' academy is in, is in Nike and the boys' academy is in Adidas. That's awesome. I love that it mirrors what our, you know, 
don't want to say senior team, but our club team um, does. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I don't have any other like racing Louisville run with us questions. Brianna, do you have any um, for Brad before we move on? Um, due to my technical difficulties, I'm not 100% sure of everything that you asked him, but I have complete confidence that you covered everything. <laughs> I did. And she did, let Landon she did ask know. you Landon's question. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he really wanted to know if, if, if you all are going to push them or not, or if you're just planning on just, uh, using them as trade deals or something. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Go for that, Brad. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, no, anybody would, would be very fortunate to have Tobin Heath on their field. Uh, so, so yeah, we would, we would love to have her on the field. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. I'm going to go a little out of order on, on what Brian and I had, because I do want to talk about, um, since we're talking about the national team and our two national team, uh, members, Tobin and Kristen, um, are you exciting, excited about the upcoming national team game? Do you plan on watching it this Friday? Absolutely. If we can get it here, and I haven't even checked because um, I'm, I'm actually down at, um, in Florida right now. And if I can get it, absolutely, 100%. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and has anyone from U.S. Soccer contacted you or um, I, I guess it would be you or just, you know, the – club as a whole on playing at Lynn family stadium, because who wouldn't want to play there? I, it, one of the coolest stadiums I've ever been to personally. Um, thank you again for getting me that ticket for that game <laughs> that I went to for uh, loose city, but like, wow, what a beautiful stadium. Who it wouldn't want to play there? Has us soccer contacted you yet about that? Absolutely. So we've had conversations with us soccer um, we've had, uh, initial conversations with CONCACAF as well. Um, and that those are definitely, um, entities that we'd like to do some games with for sure. Could we Ooh, totally host exciting. CONCACAF? Yeah. Hosting <laughs> CONCACAF in Louisville versus Frisco, Texas would be a huge step up in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just my opinion, but that's awesome. I love that. Um, let's see. And then well, I guess about, or go ahead, Brianna. Well, I was just going to say, speaking of the national team game, did we want to go ahead and talk about the watch party? Yeah. So for those of you who are listening, um, the lav- if you are a member of Lavender Legion or Lucity Ladies, we are having a Zoom watch party. Um, Brad, I could probably get you an invite if you're not a member of those two support groups yet. Don't worry um, if you wanted to. <laughs> I but, am a um, member of Lavender probably- Legion. Yeah, but I can't, but I, I cannot be a member of Lucid City Ladies, just so we're clear. No, sorry, Brad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, okay. not I'm, sorry. I'm still, I am a supporter, but I'm just not a supporter, if that makes sense. <laughs> I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, so we are going to have a, a Zoom watch party. Uh, you all who are joined, I just said you all instead of y'all. That's weird. Y'all mm-hmm. should be getting one of those um, invitations in your email inbox from your respective supporter group in the next, I would say, 24 hours or so. Um, yeah. We will have that. It is hosted by Woso Wine Up because... Both Brianna and I are members of both groups. And if you're not in a supporter group yet, please join one of the supporter groups so you can have access to this and be able to watch it with us. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have some more announcements in, during halftime from myself and Brianna and potentially from Michelle and Lee, the presidents of those respective groups. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be fun. Um Everyone can see my full-on U.S. Women's National Team get up. I can't um, wait to see it. I've heard heard good things about it. I don't have the top hat yet. The top hat has oh. not um, been been shipped to me, so hopefully I get it before the game. Um, if that tells you anything, Brad, about my get-ups for, for uh, these soccer matches. I love it. You'll be excited. I love it. I'm all excited. about to get up, as you know, with, with a, with a, oh, with a I, purple sport coat. Yeah, that, I'm all about I love to get it. up as well. I have talked a little bit to um, to Lee and Lavender Legion, some of the members of that group. There, There's a chance that you could see some lavender tie-dyed togas in the future. Um, 
as a legion, you know, we gotta, <laughs> I'm all about we it. Gotta, we gotta represent. It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> so about the national team, just kind of talking about that. Lindsay Horan did get COVID and she did not make it to camp. So Jalen Howell got called up to go in that spot and she actually just won, um, an ACC championship with Florida State which is super cool. I don't know if you watch a ton of the college game, Brad, but um, you're going to kind of have to start because we've got a college draft coming up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, I, de- I definitely followed along, but specifically with the ACC, Florida State was was awesome. Um, they did so and, well. Yeah, and Vanderbilt looked really good in the, in the, yeah. in the SEC as well. So, That's- yeah, it's it's a, it's a whole different a whole different ball of wax, and it's so much fun to watch. The passion, the energy, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was um, – so Jalen Howell is going to be there. She plays for FSU currently um, with that national team call-up. And I don't I don't have her her stats in front of me. I don't believe she's a senior, but um, – or if she's planning on entering the draft, but I would say she probably is now if she wasn't earlier. Yeah. And then, you know, Vandy coming back. They have not won an SEC tournament since 1994. So, wow. Really proud of them. They were ranked seven. Um, and Arkansas was ranked number one. So that was huge. And that was great. Um, gotta love the SEC and gotta love an underdog as, as a huge Ole Miss Rebel fan. Um, as a girl from Oxford, Mississippi, very sad not to see the Rebels in there, but very excited for Vandy since they're right down the road from, from Louisville. Um, yeah, for sure. And then I did find out that the College Cup is slotted for May 13th through 17th, which is post-college draft. Um, but, Brad, are you kind of excited to see that, to see kind of what the next college draft could potentially be like and who um, Racing Lou might approach post that tournament? No, no question. And I'm, I'm actually really excited, too. And I know this is a women's podcast, but on the men's side, we – have won the college cup for 2023. It'll be at Lynn family stadium. Um, oh my so gosh. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, and that it's is. Really cool. I heard it We're here really guys. Excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think uh, we announced that a month or two ago, but yeah, um, I saw that. and that's it for men's soccer. We're back to, back to the women, but uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited to, to watch as much soccer as we could possibly see. You know, we're, we're still, even when we get done with this initial roster build, we have to understand that we're going to be going through expansion, right? So we're going yeah. to have more teams coming into the league. Um, and so we're going to have to continually build and rebuild. And, and, uh, so yeah, we're, we're always going to have our eye on, on all the, the best upcoming talent. Oh, I'm so excited about one. I am excited for the men's, uh, college game to be able to be played there. That's going to be great. Um, and, and that, that's just so cool. I'm so excited. Uh, college draft. Is there, I'm going to ask that real quick. Is there any player that you have watched this year in the weird style tournaments that they've had that you would potentially want to see us sign? If there's any player that you can think of in college this year. In, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. There's, there's a, a pretty good player from Stanford. Uh, have you heard of her? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's no. a trick question. Stanford, isn't it? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Wait, what's Stanford? Right. Where, where's Stanford? What's it? Do you mean yeah. Stanford in Birmingham or Stanford no. in California? <laughs> oh, it's a totally different coast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously Katarina Macario is, is a generational talent. Um, yeah. she's, I mean, I, I was trying to explain it to, uh, to, to someone last week and it's like it's like Michael Jordan LeBron James level talent um and and there's that big yeah. of a gap in in the years yeah. right? because that level of talent doesn't come along very often but the, there's there's a lot of really good college players right now um and and yeah. James and Christy have been doing a lot of scouting and and they they look a lot at uh, at very specific data sets um mm-hmm. they get a lot of a lot of different data on it on a lot of different players and um, so they're, they're really excited about the players that are out there, but obviously Katarina Macario is, is, uh, just an insane talent. Absolutely. She, she's one of those players. Like you said, she's a generational player. You think about it. You think for in women's soccer, you think Mia Hamm, Abby Wambach, Michelle Akers. Those are, you know, if you're thinking of that's, that's who I think of. Those are the three that popped in my mind when I'm thinking about players in that caliber and that kind of description level. Yeah, and, me too. and I think 
I think we're going to hear Katarina Macario for a long time. And I hope we get to hear it a lot at Lynn Family Stadium, personally. So <laughs> Absolutely. You left one so, off, though. Michelle Beto. Which, you forgot about oh. Michelle Beto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insulted at myself for not saying that. I, <laughs> Michelle, if you're listening to this, I apologize for not mentioning you in, in that, um, that lineup right there. Uh, please forgive me and please let me still be your number one fan. (laughs) 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 It's going to be so weird when she and I finally like meet and I'm like, uh, please don't be weirded out by this, but it is just in fun. Also, I do love you as a player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so back to the international stuff, we're going to talk about that. Um, the one thing that I can say about games recently is, other than Tobin Heath's rocket the other day, um, Alex Morgan missed a penalty kick against Arsenal in the shootout. And that was what? Yeah, that was a huge surprise. We were watching that and I was like, that didn't just happen, did it? I was like, what is this? That was, that was yikes. And then um, for the Netherlands, who the U.S. is playing, uh, Viv Medina is out due to a hip injury. So that's good for us, bad for the Netherlands, but great, great for the U S in that sense. Um, we wish her a speedy recovery though. We do wish her a speedy recovery. And then another super cool thing, not for, there were 12 plates. So the lionesses are having a, um, a camp right now. And if for those of you who don't know who the lionesses are, that is England's women's national team. Um, they had 12 players. That's more than your starting 11, 12 players called up from Manchester city. They had three from Manchester United. So 15 total from Manchester based teams out of their 29 players called to camp. More than half. <laughs> what? What? I can't wait for, for Racing Lou to be that for the U.S. eventually. Yes. One, one day. Um, but that was, I thought that was insane and wild. And the fact that they had that many players from one, like one club specifically, 12 players from City. Yeah. Like City has to just be absolutely stacked to have well, that many players go into the national team. Let me let me pull up these players for you real quick cuz I had them I had them pulled up but I uh Manchester City Does this mean that we could potentially the US could play Manchester City in a World Cup final? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Essentially, you could play Man City in a world <laughs> in a World Cup final. That's exactly yeah. what we're saying. Um but there were so I'm trying to think off the top. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um Let's see. Women's team news. Here we go. I know it's on there because I just pulled it out. It's on my work computer, which is closed. My personal. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's Lucy Bronze, Steph okay. Houghton, um, Ellen White. Um, let's see. Who? Okay. Ellie Roebuck, Demi Stokes. Esme Morgan, Jill Scott, Kara Walsh, Georgia Stanway, and Laura Coombs. Wow. Okay. That I mean, that makes sense. I guess I never racked my head around that, uh, that that was like Man City's team. <laughs> and Karen Bardsley. Sorry, there there were some teams that uh, two people had to withdraw because of um, Alex Greenwood and Chloe Kelly were on that list. They literally today have withdrawn because they have injuries. Um, so, Mm -hmm. but still, still you could potentially see. Yeah. It's insane. I also, um, would like to put it into the world and into existence that Lucy bronze should come play at racing Louisville for at least a season. (laughs) Brad, I need you to work I, I on that. I know somebody, Brad, I know somebody that could talk to her. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I know somebody <laughs> that could talk that. to her too. <laughs> um, uh, there's, I, I, yes, I think I know what you're talking about, but, and who you're talking about, but I would, I, I think Lucy Bronze is probably one of the best players out there. I've said it multiple times. Um, and I bought a Lucy Bronze 
third team Leon Jersey literally three days before she announced she was going back to Man City. And I was like, all right, time to get some more time to get some more jerseys. Mass. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was I think that's just that just speaks volumes to that club. And I know that there is a there is a relationship between people at Racing Louisville and people at Manchester City. And I'm very excited to see what that could um, bring in the coming years. And I think that's something, um, Brad, if you want to speak to that and that relationship and that it can grow and that we have that, I think that's huge. Yeah. I, mean, I think James, J- James has a relationship with, with uh, one of the executives at Manchester City uh, from his playing days. And, and it's, it's, that's not an uncommon thing, by the way. Uh, you know, James and Christy both have great relationships across uh, men's and women's soccer, uh, you know, on a lot of continents. And so it's a, it's a really good thing uh, to have those guys working uh, with our club. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very excited about that. Um, so now we're moving on to what I have not named this segment yet, but we're just going to call it the rapid fire questions. Um, Brad, so get ready for these. I'm going to ask you five questions. First thing that comes to mind as your answer to these is kind of what we want from you. Okay. Perfect. All right. You ready? You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Favorite morning beverage? Coffee. Favorite place to eat in Louisville? Oh, gosh. Um, the Bristol. Ah, good one. I've not been, but I will go. Um, yes. If you could bring any other professional sports team to Louisville, what sport would it be? Oh, for me, it would have to be NFL. Awesome. I told you. I told you he was going to say football. I, I had a feeling. <laughs> um, favorite concert you've ever been to? Oh, my morning jacket at the palace. It was incredible. <sighs> nice. Yes. And then this one's kind of a twofer. What book are you reading or listening to? Or if you're not reading anything, what is your favorite podcast right now? Or you can tell us both. Oh, gosh. So the Barcelona way, um, I haven't gotten too far into it. Um, I'm reading that book. And I'm also reading um, the, uh, the the books. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm blanking on the title. Um, but it's uh, Simon Sinek that, that does the. Uh, oh, he's uh, fi- so good. Fi- yeah. Finding your why. Um, yeah. There's a series of books on that. And we're trying to build that into our cultural model in the front office. Oh. And- and throughout our club. So, um, I'm, I'm That's great to slowly hear. reading. Yeah. We're, we're slowly reading both of those. I, we have a lot of work right now. And so I'm trying to find time to read is, 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 uh, is challenging, but, um, we mm-hmm. all have excuses, I suppose. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Any podcast you're listening to other than Whoa, So Wine Up? I was going to say, Whoa, So Wine <laughs> Up, right? Uh, I, I don't do a lot of podcasts. Um, uh, I listen to Soccer City Radio religiously. Um, and I try to listen to as much of the lucidity and racing content as I can. Um, but yeah, no, I don't do a ton of podcasts. Okay. Um, can I, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Because I think I have a suggestion. It's not, it's actually not even a question. It's, it's, I think you should name the segment run with us quickly. I like go. that. Thank you. Uh, this <laughs> yes. is the segment known as run with us quickly named by Brad Estes. Thank you for that, Brad. <laughs> Yes, I will perfect. introduce it as that literally every podcast we do probably now. Um, <laughs> well, that was the five questions that I had. Um, thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. That's fun. And then I guess I've got three. We've got three more things on our agenda. The first one is any final thoughts um, in regards to anything we've talked about so far, anything that you want to re-mention or reiterate to our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I would say is we're, we're extremely excited to get this season started. Um, I wish we had a crystal ball and we could see what was going to happen with, with COVID and with the vaccines and, and how, how things were going to shape up, um, you know, to, to get things started. But we're just, we're extremely excited. Um, you know, we, we look and we, I, I try to say this as much as we can because it's, we don't look at, at racing as a, a women's soccer team. We look at racing as another professional soccer team, um, and, and we can't wait to welcome all these athletes into our town. Um, and we know they're going to be uh, just just welcomed with open arms by the community 
and and we think that that'll be a two-way street um we are we're building these these brand new facilities over on river road um, which we think will be uh state of the art for our league uh, in both the leagues that we're in and and we're proud to say that that um that the only difference between the men's locker room and the women's locker room is that one of them has a couple of urinals <laughs> and so everything <laughs> every, everything is equal everything is the same and so for us again we're just excited to welcome another professional soccer team to this town. That's this is why I love you all. Like awesome. that, that right there. <laughs> Thank you. That's incredible. I'm super excited about that. Um, I have actually, I thought of one more question as you're giving me your final thoughts, talking about um, race Louisville and getting excited. When should we expect to see people like Savannah McCaskill, Yuki Nagasato, and of course, Michelle Betos walking around uh, Lynn Family Stadium and the facilities and beginning their, you know, journey and, if you will, running with us. When should we expect to, to see <laughs> yeah. that? I think, you know, we're still waiting on on the on the final uh, dates for the schedule start and, and when preseason will start. So we don't really know that yet, but I would say it'll be early next year is when they'll arrive to town. Um, and you know, the, our facility won't be quite done by that time. Our training facility, it'll be done in, in the April timeframe. Um, the, the, the grass fields, uh, were actually installed last week. So the grass is down on the, on the professional, um, training grounds. And so the, the, the grass will be ready for them to practice on, but the building won't be ready, um, probably until April. So we'll be living out of the stadium for a little bit. Um, but again, we're so excited, so, so excited, uh, to get that done. That's another thing when you think about, you know, a 50 year time horizon, um, you know, in terms of how you make your decisions, that, that piece of infrastructure was so critical, uh, for us. And, and we're just excited to get it open. Awesome. Gotcha. Thanks for answering that one. It literally just popped into my head as you were answering my other one. Um, and my last, our, our last question that we always ask people, um, since you're our first guest, you get to be the inaugural um, answerer of this question. Um, and this is, this is probably my favorite, (laughs) this is my favorite question to ask people as well. So if you are, let's say you're on a cross country road trip, you can take three people with you. Now these people can be dead or alive. They can be fictional or real. Who are you taking with you and why? Oh gosh. So I'm just on a, I'm on a cross country road trip. I'm going to overanalyze this. Like I overanalyze everything. <laughs> I'm on a cross country road trip. And what's my destination? Where am I going? You're or does it matter? Starting, it about the journey? It's about the journey, but you're driving all across the continental U S. Okay. Wow. All right. So who would I take with me? Um, I would take my wife for sure. Um, because uh, we can't do anything like that without each other. Um, I think I would take, um, Jeffrey Lebowski. Um, you know, Jeffrey Lebowski, please tell me you know him. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Jeffrey Lebowski, I would want to take because he seems like a very interesting person. Correct. Yeah. I would, I would drive. He could have his white Russians. Um, (laughs) do you mean that Thor? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And who would be my third? Gosh. That's a great question. I need somebody more serious. Who would I want that's more serious? Somebody from history. How about Dan Rather? That guy seems like he'd be interesting yeah, to talk okay. to. A little, he's he's a little bit senior, a little bit, uh, you know, he's seen everything in the world, and he'd probably have a lot of stories. He could probably tell me a lot of things that, that would allow me to rest my vocal cords uh, because he's got a lot of a lot of things to say. Yeah. So, how about that? I those are all great that answers. Sounds like a fun trip. Great answer. It sounds like the most random group of people. It sounds like a good trip. I can just see, you know, Lebowski and rather sitting in the back seat, like being so, you know, intrigued with one another. So that's cool. I like that. Um, That is great. So Brianna, I'm going to let you take over our Woso wind down then. Yeah. All right. Since I have been absent most of the podcasts, um, I can now bring us to our Woso wind down for the evening um, and thank everyone so much for listening. Brad, I really want to thank you for a putting up with me and all of my technical difficulties tonight, but 
be mostly for actually, you know, coming on and being with us and speaking with us. Um, it's always great talking to you and, uh, we really appreciate, um, the accessibility that you, uh, give the supporters of Louisville city and racing Louisville. Um, it's, it's really great to be able to hear from you. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Brad. My we, pleasure. Thank you. we appreciate it. And we are excited to have you on. Can't wait for you to come back on. Awesome. At a later date. Yeah. We'll have you back on again sometime. Thanks so much, Brad. And uh, thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to uh, follow us um, on Twitter. We are Woso Wine Up. And uh, Messy, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter, Twitter handle is Sassy mm-hmm. is Massey. Um, pretty simple there. And be sure to also follow us on Instagram. It is also Woso Wine Up. And your Twitter handle is Woso Bree, right? Woso Bree now. That's yep. amazing. I love it. And um, made it easier. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Once we get to a thousand subscribers, uh, we will have a giveaway of some sort. I have a lot of fun um, U.S. and racing and WSL soccer related things. So we will be giving something away eventually. Um, but we have to get to a thousand subscriber- subscribers before December 31st. And Brad, how can they follow you on the uh, social medias? I am at Brad underscore Estes on Twitter and on Instagram. It's BF Estes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much again, and uh, we will be back again next week with, I think, another exciting guest. Potentially. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. Potentially. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.